I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Right, are we ready? Then let's go. You're welcome in this place, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Wales got a massive win and Scotland have qualified. It's Monday, 16th of October. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Venetian Hunter-Raja. Welcome one and all to your magnificent Monday on the Football Ramble. Oh, lads, it's International Weekend. It's and International, International Weekend. Week, we still get a bit of it. International mm. Weekend sounds like the worst night at the worst nightclub. It does. Yeah. yeah. Are you ready for International Weekend? Here's Pitbull. <laughs> That's the whole thing covered. Yeah. It's like a social occasion akin to the Continental Breakfast. Yes. yes. Hang on, yes, sorry, yes, sorry. Yes, yes. But you said it was the worst. All I've heard is good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Continental breakfasts are lovely. Yeah, no, they're they're not. No, they're not. I'm afraid I croissants and ham. No, with a half a grapefruit. Why? What have we got against grapefruit? And yogurt. Grapefruit yeah. is quite boring. Continental breakfast sounds a lot better than what it, it should be. Yeah, you think of like okay. some gorgeous Mediterranean spread and you're right, it's very dis- like premium economy, isn't it, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, just keep it British. <laughs> when it comes to breakfast. British oil. <laughs> yeah, oil. Oil. Just have a little glass of oil. Oh, no, you get the protesters in. <laughs> <laughs> they stopped a Tekken uh, tournament over the weekend. Did they? They just stop oil. A Tekken okay. tournament? Yeah, all of the usual kind of quite liberal... Um, uh, left-wing um, leaning uh, video game players. fans and Tekken fans uh, right. suddenly went well not on my patch I didn't mind it when they were disrupting mm. football matches and snooker uh, but now they're, now they're on my patch <laughs> stopping two kids playing Tekken there we go <laughs> for a bit do you think because they were getting a bit of a kick in wherever they went we thought oh, we might be able to defend yeah. ourselves here. well I think I think with um, I think with um, a Tekken tournament I mean you're, you're just you're damaging like 300 quid's worth of a PS5 really and, yeah, and that's right. about it yeah, this was like an official tournament it wasn't just some kids hanging out no <laughs> no it's an official tournament they're not downgraded that small yeah. oh we've got to blow the carton again <laughs> yeah, well that was your highlight of the that weekend that was my highlight weekend, of the weekend yeah. um, Jim what was your highlight of the weekend um, my highlight of the weekend was um, Paul Smith scoring a magnificent volley mm. uh, for Northern Ireland against poor old San Marino um, but he, he had one ruled out that was even better and he was miles offside but it was a brilliant volley and it gave me an idea which is that we all know that offsides are necessary but we also all know that they're basically really boring yeah. and they stop goals where no one's really had much of, a, of an advantage yeah. um, all the time. So I think if you, basically if you're in an offside position, mm-hmm. you're not offside if you stick to headers and volleys. That's my solution for this problem. Mm-hmm. That goal would have stood. Andy Carroll's goal would have stood. Andy Carroll would be one of the greatest <laughs> players in the history of the game when for Reading that, oh my goodness. Was it two he scored that yes. day that were both ruled out? I know you have to play to the whistle, but I mean he. No, but he, you're right though. I think I think there is something about that, Jim, because it is like it's such a, a it is a necessary having the offside yeah. rule, and it is. Uh, but 
they, yeah, it should be a way around it. That, mm. that, that, if, that if the ball comes, you're clean off side position. If you can just pull out a scorpion kick or something. Yeah, if you can do something that goes, is a bit exceptional. Yes, then then you should be allowed. And if not, you've got the dubious goals panel on on, on site. Yeah. And and was that good enough to be uh, scored? Mm. So, as, so we need a dubious goal. goals panel for every every game. <laughs> every single game. <laughs> sat there like judges on X Factor. Yeah, I, yeah. Just, I just think it would reduce the argument. <laughs> um, anyway, Peter, what was your actual highlight of the weekend? Oh, uh, conceding four in 15 minutes. At eleven side, clearly right. Yeah, so that, is that an improvement? Yeah. If it's the I've, highlight, no, it was it was awful. It was awful for everyone concerned, really. So, yeah. Yeah. did you get blamed for any of them? Um, well, well, the first one I was chipped, and I'm five foot eight, so I, I think I I should be okay on that one, to be honest. But Hang it, it on, wasn't a great immediately weekend. that made me think you were microchipped like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, I should. No be. one else would have made me think that. No, true. So, so who's, 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 who does this goalkeeper belong to? <laughs> <laughs> so you've picked um, <clears throat> yourself conceding a lot of goals as mm. your highlight. Yeah, well, I was, I was, I was. Um, you did crave disappointment. I was encouraging. So. Um, you know, goals were seen, so I helped in that way. Mm. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah. that's a, a fascinating take. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Vish. Um, my highlight of the week was uh, following the Manchester United takeover news or mm. non-news, as it were. You were um, dancing. Gary Neville um, tweeted his non-negotiables about the takeover. It's about <laughs> five hundred words long on Twitter, and one of the first responses was. All right, J.I.R. Tolkien. <laughs> <laughs> and I find it really amusing because he makes some very valid points and very passionate about it. Also, too long didn't read. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Marcus, do you want to know my um, actual, um, my highlight of Saturday? No. All right, then. All right. <laughs> no, go on, then. It was receiving this T-shirt. Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Oh, Holy Christ. God. What do you reckon, Spelzy? Um, what do you reckon? The horse with the mutt. I'm wearing a t-shirt with Marcus's face on it and I've worn it into work. Yeah, uh, I feel like that says speller in glittering gold yeah. letters. It's like one of those top. old kind of wrap t-shirts, but it's Marcus. loads of Yes, it is. I, yeah. I, I, I feel like Alan Partridge in that episode. <laughs> um, I, that's stunning stuff, yeah. Peter. I, 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 I nothing got has prepared me for this moment. No. Yet I feel quite oddly comfortable with I it. Got, I got too hot, so it's, I, I thought, I can't wait till the second <laughs> half. I just can't. I did wonder, because you, yeah. you're, you're usually, you come in and you take your coat off. Yeah. yeah. You were heavily shackered today. I was heavily shackered. <laughs> Too I, hot. I, look, look, people who are listening to this, but I mm. appreciate we are taking a long time to talk about the football. Correct. I feel that you should give us a pass this International Week, but yeah. the man yeah. has got my phone. I can talk you through some of those pictures. The main yeah. one that you've chosen, mm-hmm. believe it or not, that was taken in the in the Boca Juniors changing room. Holy <laughs> <laughs> stuff, see? There we go. What about this one where you're looking like Ric Flair? Uh, yeah, that right. was in, in a, uh, a, a YMCA in St. Petersburg in Russia. <laughs> The less said about that night, the better. (laughs) Wow. Um, And the one on the left, I think the one on the left was... Top left or bottom left? Yeah, true. I think this is a terrible audio feature, isn't it? But just know that we're presenting the show where I'm wearing Marcus's face on my shirt. Okay, okay. Well, um, I'll cheer you up because England didn't play very well. (laughs) And also just for, you know, for the listeners, uh, Pete is sat right across Marcus. (laughs) Yeah. Marcus. Mm. With a a full-on erection. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I thought that was another face. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that that's the nose. <laughs> it's the nose. <laughs> um, well, I, I thank you. 
Yeah, that's all right. Um, it's quite all right, Marcus. It's absolutely fine. Presumably, you've got T-shirts of us all made up. So uh, tune in on uh, Wednesday, or whatever you're. He, you he did make 3D printouts of our heads, if you remember. Yeah, yeah your heads that. in particular. So your yeah. next fish, watch yeah. out. Okay. Yes. Um, let's get to the football. Let's get to the football, Perfect. everybody. Yeah. Um, Wales two, Croatia one. A yes. huge win for those Wales people. Um, Fulham's Harry Wilson got a couple, and uh, their Euro. 2024 qualification hopes are very much alive, Jim Campbell. It's on. Thanks to Fulham's finest. Absolutely. Do you know, this was, um, uh, he scored those goals exactly 10 years to the day mm. that he made his debut. At 16. It's 16 years old. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lovely, lovely anniversary. It's his 50th cap as well, wasn't Incredible. it? Incredible. Yeah. yeah. That's very satisfying for people Fishing who are into that sort of square, thing. Yeah. yeah, the first one as well, lovely Route 1 stuff. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> but a beautiful finish, very deftly done. We suspected, didn't we, that they might be capable of, um, you know, a, a slightly surprising result on paper, and there they were. Well, you fancied them for this, Jim. I did. We've got to give you all the credit, and that credit will be taken away when um, we, we come to some other recording, it, was actually, it was actually me who gave it who give them every chance to get through. Oh, is Thank that Thank you very right? much, Marcus. Oh, okay. Well, we'll get we T-shirts both, of your face printed up then. We'll share it. They were good for their lead, though, weren't they? They, they were. were. They were. They, they really took the game to Croatia, and it, I think that's exactly what they needed. Well, I think they probably looked around and went, look at some of these old buggers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do some running. Vida's in there. He's only 34, Vida. I feel like he's been 34 for about 10 years. Vida La Vida, Jim. He's the youngest one. Mm. He looks <laughs> a little bit like, I think we made this point in the videos, he looks a little bit like the bad guy in Ghostbusters 2, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could be. He's I, like the bad guy in a lot of sort of 80s movies. It's yeah, well, yes. Tale, isn't yeah, it? yeah. He's not making it to the end either. No, <laughs> no, shame. I think, though, that this Croatia side would say, oh, they're a bit old. They're probably get to the semi-finals of the Euros. They'll yeah. probably yeah. qualify. Yeah, Which makes Wales' achievement all the more remarkable, really. It, it is. I mean, it's a, it's a, it is a brilliant win. It, it's a great night for... It was a great night for Welsh football, but it's one of those nights, you know, where they needed to produce, having yeah. a, a bit of an underwhelming campaign so far. Um, and, and, and you look at them now, and it, it's on. It, it really is on. I mean, Rob Page said himself, it's in our hands and we'll be going for it. Yeah. Did you expect him to say anything else, Jim? Um, this will do. <laughs> to me, it's not going to be any Probably better than this. against yeah. Turkey. <laughs> it's just a tough group. We lost Gareth Bale. You know, don't get your hopes up. Yeah, exactly. But there they are in second place. They're, they're Scotland's on. <laughs> there they are. But with 10 points, they're on the same uh, amount of points as, uh, as, as Croatia and uh, ahead of Armenia, of course. A little bit behind Andy Brazzle's Turkey, as we like to call them. Yeah. Yeah. But, but Armenia away is now a revenge mission as well, isn't it? After it they, is. they lost yeah. the game in Wales because of four absolute rockets. Yeah. Well, would you call the last two games cup finals Jim uh, yeah why not yeah why Euros not we're all in, we're all in. <laughs> that you the can't qualification lose. stage they're cup finals that you can't lose on penalties Let's get, I'll and be for looking England forward. that was important and that I'll you be... can draw yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be looking forward to November uh, for the international break which I don't always do so mm. good you've got a little so for me it's very welcome you've got a little cheeky soft spot for Wales don't you I do well it's your mum's Welsh it's not that cheeky really is it not cheeky well, he's cheeky. Half a he's a boy who loves his mum. Half a I'm <laughs> just a boy who loves his mum. Okay. Well, Not t-shirt of her. Yeah. I was going to say. Well, it's good to hear that you love her. You've changed yeah. your tune. Um, uh, Rob Page. That's a hell of an accusation. <laughs> <to try>. <laughs> <laughs> you, well, you, you, Marcus, I love all the mums. He does, you see. There we yep. are. Equally. And that's a shame because he should that's love his shame. own mum more. Exactly true. Uh, Rob Page said, I'm sick and tired of having to talk about my future. That was pretty Damn funny. right. Won a bloody football match. For yeah. Kind of well, I mean, he, yeah. So this is funny, isn't it? I mean, they are two games away mm. from qualifying for what would be their fourth major tournament in the last five. This is about as Which great escapee as it could be, though, isn't something. it? I mean, yeah. yeah. With you're, this squad. 
yeah, definitely. Like the, do you think the page stuff has brought them together a bit? I suppose mm. this is without wanting to conflate international and mm-hmm. uh, club football, especially with a team like Wales, where so much is based around identity and the idea that people deem you, you know, not good enough to sustain yourself on that like kind of competition stage. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that his Rob Page's press conference afterwards, he was nearly in tears because yep. he was basically furious about all the speculation. Yep. And the players have come out in the you know earlier in the week and after this result, mm. talking about how much they back him and stuff like that. Um, there's every chance it would have bound them together. And also, you know, you talk about these cup finals. He can probably just turn around and be like, "Look, who knows how how long I've got left? Let's just fucking give it as much as we can." Mm-hmm. Because that that game against Croatia, it really feel. Without yeah, without wanting to like dismiss them in terms of ability, but it really just felt like the their sheer will, their sheer like yeah. <clears throat> you know desire to get the result ended up you know producing better football. You know we talk about it being root run, but Brooks's ball over the top to Wilson mm. was brilliant. You know on the volley as well. Yeah, yeah. It's a great header. Oh yeah, and you know he did the universal sign of someone who doesn't score a header by pointing to his head. That's after right. That's right. Header. Yeah, <laughs> enjoyed that. I did enjoy that. But, it, but they like they they stuck to it. Even you know when um, Croatia pulled a goal back, there was an element of like, oh shit, okay, something mm. might happen here. But I don't know. There's a lot. Uh, the Turkey game is the one that you're going to worry about. Of course. But, yeah. mm. I don't know. They feel like they're they're we- burning a lot of of um, you know, they're, they're, or rather they're running on a, a decent amount of fuel here. Yeah, I, I think it's, I mean, the, the, one of the reasons why Rob Page is uh, saying this, because only in June, the Welsh FA reportedly wanted to appoint Roy Keane, which is an interesting one, isn't it? Very yeah. interesting. I mean, did they, presumably they thought our team needs a bit of a rocket up there, bot bots, and uh, <laughs> Roy Keane just leapt to mind, I suppose. Is he the of, only of person words <laughs> to consider and then settle on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also, is Roy Keane like the I'm only person who under- shouts at people now? Yeah. Is this how it is? Is he the designated shouter? I think so, yeah. I yeah. don't know. Um, but Rob Page is still very much there. And uh, as Pete says, you know, we're looking forward to uh, November to see if Wales can do it. Yeah, I think yeah. what we spoke about earlier with, with Harry Wilson having been playing in the team for 10 years shows you that for, for Wales, consistency is really important. And Rob Page is, himself is a big part of that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Scotland are there. They've bloody well qualified. Glorious. Back to back. It doesn't sound that glorious when you say that. I said it in a Scottish way. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure they uh, appreciate that greatly. But yeah, two Euros on the bounce they've qualified for after Spain beat Norway 1-0 to finish off the Scottish job. Um, Yeah, Steve Clark becomes the first manager to lead Scotland to two successive European championships. Not even Craigie Brown managed that. That's how big an achievement it is. Huge. Yeah, indeed. It was a shame for Scotland that they didn't do it in in Spain, of course, the other night. But, come on, you know, losing in Spain uh, is no no disgrace. And they're there. And uh, they're in France, of course, uh, the the Tartan Army. They're playing France on Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, I was about to call them the European champions. They're not the European not, champions. No, they feel like they should though. be. Yeah. Yes. Um, I not even feel... the world champions. No, of course they're not. No. God, out, out of date there. Um, mind wise. Um... <laughs> they should smash them then, really. Is what yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I am pleased yeah. they've managed to secure qualification before this game. Because if, have you seen that they've been like handpicked by France for this game? Which yes. feels a little bit like hearing the school bully is looking for you. <laughs> yeah. Like insisting that you meet them over the park after school. They, yeah. like, they must have had like five or six different options they went oh it's quite close isn't it yeah. <laughs> Killian wants a word with you if you want to just come around to, uh, to here where the CCTVs aren't working yeah exactly yeah <laughs> um, as Steve Clark uh, had previously said that if you want to learn as a team you have to play against good opposition and of course Scotland are going to be in Group A in the uh, in the Nations League the only 
uh, British side who will be in, uh, in in grouping. So again, we're all going to get behind them. Yeah, uh, well, them. yeah. I mean, because like, like they we are have... our representatives in the same way in the Rugby World Cup, of course, England uh, representing uh, well, not just the whole of the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah, yeah. Still left. So again, I'm sure the whole. Northern it's nice hemisphere. how we all come together in those moments, isn't it? Very much so. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm not a fan of the Nations League because I just think it's a little bit annoying. Um, you are, but the Nations League is one of the one of the big reasons why Scotland are where they are at the moment because of what you said about you know playing I'm, I'm, I'm being entirely sincere here <laughs> what, stop what, laughing at me <laughs> when, when, when like you know it, I, I don't know why I'm always accused of, of being like the only person liking the UEFA Nations League I mean there must be other people out you like there. funny little weird like, you, you like weird things don't you you like yeah. Turkish delight probably no I don't like Turkish delight well, thank you the only weird thing he, you don't he, like. he is a funny little weirdo though. yeah, yeah you are agree on that. I like yeah. you guys your little gremlin. Yeah, right, okay. right. Odd, like little odd gremlin little things. Gremlin, yeah. yeah. Odd uh-huh. little troglodyte, culturally. You're one of those bellends who likes weird things, is what I'm yeah. saying. Um, in a nice way. Can't see any of your faces on a t shirt around here. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose the point was that like the Nations League has helped them basically work out how to play against the teams around them mm-hmm. or you know deemed around them yes. and got them a level of cohesion that you only would previously see, mm. see maybe at club level yeah and those players have grown i think if you look at like at this it's the start of this cycle as it were someone like john mcginn his premier league performances have gone through the roof someone like callum mcgregor he mm-hmm. just assumed great responsibility in a celtic midfield where there's every chance we've seen it in the yeah. past where midfielders certainly Scottish midfielders, homegrown midfielders, aren't necessarily given pride of place in those midfields because, mm. you know, we can get anyone from from outside. And it just does feel like there's just a bit more puffing your shoulders out. Even someone like Lyndon Dykes... Or like has, Ryan Porteous has been important. You know, yeah, but like has, you know, has a bigger status and regards himself, sees himself in high regard mm. for country rather than club. Yeah. That's all down to Steve Clark, really. Well, it is down to Steve Clark, and I think it's actually quite baller that they didn't win in Spain, but they won when they were not playing. How many times has that happened before? Yeah, right. Actually, three times to Scotland. There, it's what they do. It's what they do. Exactly. Yeah. Apart from that that long period where they didn't do it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. No, it's it's right. I mean, I think that with this qualification campaign, you know, like when they we go back to was it Euro 2016 when when Northern Ireland and and Wales qualify and and, and England as well, they'd have felt so left out Mm. uh, that it's sort of a silly sort of schoolboyish kind of way. One is always left out though (laughs) in the home nations, don't they? Yeah, you never get the the full compliment. Um, Yeah, I I even fear for like I don't know who yet for 2028. Mm. But I do fear that yeah. (laughs) I do feel one of them won't make it. Yeah. <laughs> what, six host stadiums yeah. in England and none of them are... You should have just taken the qualification, lads. You shouldn't have, you know. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think that's it. I think, you know, oddly, Euro 2016, when Wales went to the semi-final, that hugely inspired England. Yeah. The, the, they they based a lot of the the, the camp on, on 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 what Wales did and having that sort of almost lads holiday feel and and so yeah. on yeah. and and you could see what um, the, the team spirit and people would bang on about team spirit but it was so important I mean let's take England people seem to forget that when you know, they hired someone like Fabio Capello Capello manager with enormous pedigree from yesteryear yeah um, but in terms of building team spirit and so on he, again if you're a manager from yesteryear. It seemed like players were more kind of robotic, and and mm. the emotional side perhaps mm. wasn't as important. It's always been important, clearly. An but, occasional boot camp feels yes. like it's just not going to work. Indeed, yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Which is which is why when you think they were 
wonder, uh, pondering Roy Keane. You think, well, no. <laughs> anyway, perhaps Keane's a changed man because he's been hanging out with Michael Richards a bit more. But um, but but England, as I say, so, so Wales's campaign in that, uh, particularly Euros, sort of inspires England. Now, obviously, England have got more resources, bigger population, blah, 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 more players and, and, and so on. But you see what England are doing. Well, in spirit, you can copy that. You can't produce a Jude Bellingham out of thin air, of course. You know, my goodness, England have tried and we've only finally just done it. But um, but you can copy certain things. And Steve Clark coming in has probably thought, right, for crying out loud, let's make ourselves all the cliches, tough to beat, blah, 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 blah. Let's get the stadium rocking, and et cetera, mm. et cetera. And as you say, Vish, you get people like a Lyndon Dykes or a Porteous or, or McGregor and, and, and those players. Well, someone like, I suppose I've forgotten the first time around, but someone like Hickey as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You get these well, players. McTominay himself, as well, the elevation in status, even though he's a Man United player. Yeah. He's yeah. the main man there Imagine. in a way that he's not but been But it elsewhere. is that kind of feel-good factor. Totally. Now, I know, obviously, Spain was, was a huge marquee result, but that win in Norway, last-minute winners and so on, you know, in, in the manner of that result... You could say, well, it's quite um, fortunate that they did it, but the fact is they did. Then ride it, use that kind of thing, because that win against Norway, against Spain, Scotland have had one or two kind of great results, uh, you know, in, in sort of fairly recent memory. But it's those games against the likes of Norway, similar sort of sides. When you go there and win, my goodness, you think, right, yeah. we're better than them and we've just beaten the best side in the group. Also, they're, they're putting away the smaller teams with panache, yes. which they didn't used in to si- do. Against yeah, Cyprus, they when they went, needed the results. They used to labour to results like exactly. that. Yeah, yeah. against Cyprus, when they, half an hour, didn't they? In, yeah, they were 3-0 yeah. up. And, and again, Scotland in, in, in the past would have gone, oh, now, now we've got a big lead to lose, rather than <laughs> we've got a really big lead here, now we can just take it easy. Mark, is your suggestion that Clark would, would be copying England? Imagine if he said that in a presser. Mm. I just wanted to copy England. <laughs> Get him out, you said that in Scotland. I actually, well, I I actually said, you. I actually said <laughs> that turn, Wales... They'd have torn the bucket out of your hand, wouldn't they? <laughs> I, said, I said that Wales are the ones that started this right. recent sort of okay. uh, thing you could say in these hours. Although Northern Ireland themselves... Again, you know, in terms of team spirit and all, they've steady. been doing that as well. <laughs> steady. What's that? Let's get that steady. Okay, come okay. on. But the, uh, the I, I think we're getting carried away with myself. you are getting carried away with yourself. <laughs> you know, I just want Britain and, to be great and again. national politics and together. I want, I want the United Kingdom to be truly united. Why, yeah, why can't we just get along? Um, <laughs> just get along. The, I, I just think support it's, us, <laughs> like as we've supported you. <laughs> Um, I, I think on. it is important to say that um, Euro 2020 was quite an interesting point for Scotland because it was like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah. And then it wasn't. That's right. Yeah. They only ended up getting a point, didn't they? Yeah. And you entered into a situation where clearly the takeaway from that was why we we should not be happy with anything about this. Yes, mm. we qualified, but look, we were out. As well, that, as I, that idea of just turning, I'm just for the party, yeah. is, is, is kind of bollocks, really. Obviously, the fact, you know, do enjoy it for crying out loud, but you don't want to just be there making yeah. up the numbers. And I think that there Absolutely. was there was a collective will Stick in the squad. Stick a flare up your ass by all means. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but, but I, no, 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 you've got to wait to the final. Pr- produce on the pitch as well. I think you've got to earn the right to do the flare up, the up the bop, up bop. The bum, yeah. <laughs> um, but they wanted to give a better account of themselves. And well, you've got to qualify again, haven't you? Mm. So, uh, so, so, so we should. Before we have, mate. They, they have, they have. Um, elsewhere, of course, on the weekend, Northern Ireland they ended their five-game losing streak with a three-nil home win against San Marino. Did they handpick them? Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, nice for the aforementioned Paul Smith to score on his first start, of yeah, course. Lovely volley. Um, San Marino manager Fabrizio Constantini said Northern Ireland deserved their win. <laughs> now, bearing in mind, San Marino have a fan club called the Never Any Joy Brigade who pride themselves <laughs> on, on having never seen their team win. Now, their last win came in 2004, which was before the fan club formed, of course. Nice. Um, I would have. It would have been quite funny if they'd have formed that, that, that club and then the next 
game. I don't know. They played Andor in the Nations yeah. League of One. You're like, ah. Also, I've been, you know, there's very little information available about the Never Any Joy Brigade, as you might expect. From what I can tell, there are five of them. Yeah. Nice. They, they, they love it, don't they? Um, Sounds but, like a well, no. fan site, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but, but bearing in mind, you know, as I say, you, there, there's that um, fan brigade and, and the statistics speak for themselves. I love the fact that Constantini said Northern Ireland deserved their win. Is that a line that he often... That's just the yeah. stock line, is it? He just yeah. doesn't know what else to say in press conferences it's, at this point. That's his cliche. Instead of, well, at the end of the day or while well, a game of two hours, he starts off, well, obviously the opposition deserve their win. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, maybe they'll win a game at some point soon, Vision, mm. in the UEFA Nations League, where dreams can come true. So is the idea that when they win, this group will disband? Maybe. So mm. there's just five people just not sitting as close to each other. <laughs> yeah. well, I, mean, it is, I mean, it is just a road, isn't it? I'm looking on the map. I mean, it's just Tiny. a road well, across, Marino. Some, across some mountains. Yeah. Is it, it's a that... mountainous microstate, Marcus. There we are. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, probably. Do, they live in, do you think they live in San Marino? Who? Well, I guess well, they well, have These yeah. five. Yeah. I hope They're so. not any joy Otherwise, five. this is really strange behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like something that someone does on a gap year and then writes a book about it. Oh, when yeah. I did, oh, who cares? <laughs> yes, Sport it's a very properly. football. I went to San Marino and formed a shut up, <laughs> shut up, Pasho, yeah. <laughs> and, and such lovely people. Yeah. The locals, oh, oh dear, the smiles on their little faces. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's go for a quick break. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash ramble. They deserve to be, uh, fully deserve to be in the draw and hopefully, I really hope, uh, they get something um, amazing that's life-changing so my fucking shit players can learn a fucking lesson because they were so poor. 
sometimes I get the management team to take the blame, part blame, some blame, whatever. Today was wholeheartedly a bunch of players that were absolutely shit. <laughs> Well, like my half-time team talk. Yeah, Is that the San Marino manager? <laughs> <laughs> well, about the football. Well, it was Dorking Wanderers manager Mark White after they lost to Horsham this weekend in the FA Cup. That's proper like my neck of the woods. That yeah, and uh, and that's you know that's how we he do things. Like Jim. He sounds like he's from my neck of the woods. Yeah, moment, yeah, that's true. Yeah, thank you very much for Alex for choosing today's mm. clip. Of course, you can choose the break jingle for next Monday's show or the intro line for this Wednesday's show. Just sign up for the Football Ramble patron using the link in the show description to get involved. It did remind me of a uh, former Leatherhead manager whose name escapes me at half-time. You're shit. You're, you're shit. shit. You're even shit. shit. <laughs> um, are you all familiar with Mark Wyatt? Yes, I am. So he's quite, big on, I? he's quite big on social media. Yeah, you would have right. maybe could have scrolled through a reel and seen him. Yeah, okay, like, yeah. He's quite big on TikTok. Uh-huh. I don't know. That's I, his I, finest work to date, though. Yeah, but, but he ha- he has loads of things like this. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if I like him or if I find him annoying because he's actually quite charming. Yeah, right. And he seems to be respected by the players. I don't know after this. Yeah, but, so, but yeah. <laughs> he seems to be quite respected by the players. And obviously, mm. that's like a decent job to have. Mm. Yeah, I so can't you, really you think this is a bit of an affectation for. Numbers. Yeah, I can't yeah. can't work I can't work it out. I, I feel like it is mm-hmm. because it's on the I think it was on this is um a segment taken from the official Dorking Wanderers like channel. Mm-hmm. Mm. Why are you calling your players fucking shit? Yeah, I know what you mean. But uh, I don't know. Oh, it got us a good jingle, didn't it? it did. Email in if you if you think he's a <laughs> it's, it's 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 only made good for me. Um I agree with Vish. It's only made good for me because it's brought to you by Nuffield Health. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nuffield Health really not wanted a part of no. this. <laughs> My goodness, England versus Italy tomorrow night, gentlemen. The mm. big one. The biggest of all the big ones that night for us. Gareth Southgate, so far, has been putting out a particular fire. That mm. fire is the booing of Jordan Henderson uh, during the 1-0 win against Australia on Friday night. Southgate said he is a role model in the squad. I don't understand it. Kieran Trippier stood up for Henderson saying, for us as players, we stick together. What did you make of the Boo Boys, Jim Campbell? Um, well, firstly, I th- I'm sort of disappointed that Gareth Southgate hasn't been a bit more honest, I think, because I think he absolutely understands it. Now, mm. I suppose you could make the argument that he doesn't know whether South uh, Henderson is being booed um, for his performance, which was absolutely fine, or his ongoing inclusion based on sporting merit, or he's being booed for... Um, everything we've spoken about previously about him going out to Saudi, having previously spoken in support of LGBTQ plus communities. Um, And Southgate knows that. Perhaps it's firefighting on his point, but I just think it would be a lot easier for him to come out and be honest and say, look, I know that his continuing inclusion is controversial for some people. We've made the the decision to keep including him for sporting reasons, etc., etc. I think that would make it um, just easier. And unfortunately, I think in acting like he doesn't understand why mm-hmm. he would be booed that presents the idea that it's that it's actually not a big deal and it's a big overreaction and it plays into the hands mm-hmm. of people who think that caring about those sort of issues is, is a load of bloody woke PC over the top sensitive nonsense when obviously it's not because it makes a huge huge difference mm-hmm. to a lot of people's lives now recently Jordan Henderson has you know essentially acted as a sort of ambassador for Saudi's bid for the world cup which is likely to be Realistically, probably going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> and due to lack of, I know Australia, and New Zealand are sort of scrambling mm. around to get a bid, but it looks like it will go. It looks to like Saturday it's going to happen. Twenty thirty four. So, if between now and then a footballer comes out 
and they're an international footballer, mm-hmm. can they play in that tournament? We like, will they relax the laws uh, on something like that? We we don't know. And the tournament being held there, while those laws exist, uh, as was the same in Qatar, is a huge, huge step backwards for football. And Henderson endorsing that really, really undoes anything he might have done in the past. That, that's that's my view on it. I'm sure Gareth Southgate knows that. I just I just <clears throat> wish he'd be a bit more. You know, yeah, I mean, I transparent about his understanding of that. I mean, personally, when when Southgate says, you know, I don't understand it, you know, he, he also said it defied logic. I actually don't take him too literally at that. I don't understand it. Of course, he knows why they're booing him. He never... But he fo- he does follow that up with defies logic, and I'd mm. say that. I... So no, so, so, if I may, I, just briefly, I think that what Southgate is probably saying, whether one agrees with them or not, I'm, this is my interpretation of what Southgate saying is. Of course, he understands it for crying out loud. It's, it's, you know, I think it's more of a semantics kind of issue there. When he says, I don't understand it, I think what he means is, I don't think it should happen. I don't think you should boo because I don't understand it because it's not going to help him. It's not going to help the team, which is also yeah. what he kind of said. That's how I would look at it. Yeah, but I suppose if you look at Southgate and his previous media interactions, well, his media interactions since he, interactions since he got the job, mm-hmm. he's totally appreciated the the importance mm. of that kind of clarity with language. Mm-hmm. He's spoken very well. Yeah. Often he would have known this is something that was going to be broached to him. He mm. might have even been keen to bring it up independently of being asked it in a press conference. But it makes his own position un- untenable on this particular matter, yeah. isn't yeah. it? If you start talking about the actual nuts and bolts of what this is actually about and admitting that you know what it is, it, it comes back on you a little bit. And it you know defies logic that, that he's put himself in this position for the sake of what? A thirty-four-year-old footballer whose 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 powers are waning. Like, what? What? Why are you doing this? Yeah, this I, I, seems insane. Well, I think on the on the pitch. Well, he says he's if doing. We're it. obsessed with things on the pitch these days. Well, he said he's he's doing it because Henderson has been a big player for England and taken. He mentioned Jude Bellingham under his wing, for example, mm. and, and so on. So I think he'll South probably K- be in the Euros. Oh, I'd have, I'd have thought so. Unless he, he's the way that's, it makes it sound like. And I know this is not how you in, intended it, but mm. I, I feel like. The reasons that Southgate often gives for, you know, Henderson's inclusion. Mm-hmm. If he thinks he's good enough to be in the squad, that that should be enough, really. I don't think he needs to go into like yeah. we don't need to hold Jude Bellingham hostage to no. Henderson's yeah. selection. What a what huge mean? turn it would be, though. <laughs> They're actually lovers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> so many different things at play there. Yeah. The, the the thing that I am a little bit like I find a bit frustrating and actually a bit tiresome with this kind of stuff mm-hmm. was specifically pertaining to Henderson is that why are we constantly been made to feel like it's actually that complicated mm-hmm. like the reason he was booed is this and yeah. you you can you can maybe go into the weeds of it and say well actually a lot of people just booed him because other people booed him because you know you, you do get into that yeah. kind of group mentality when you're in a place that big and they a... might be booing for different reasons exactly yeah. you might you might just think he's not very good and so i'll boo him yeah whatever you know we haven't had you don't in english sporting cost you don't really need too much to boo someone yeah <laughs> no. um but also as as jim actually articulated well at the start by saying that you're also kind of skewering the actual the really important stuff as well i don't think it can be i, I just think the southgate should have been a bit more considered in Mm-hmm. in how he spoke about it. Why or even that, just like, why did he need to speak yeah. about it at all? He's a good well, diplomat, he's been, isn't he? We've seen that time and time again. That's been one of the real strengths of his, his tenure, well, is you, his diplomacy. It, it, I totally agree with that. Do you think it is a case that he's been in the job a few years, he's 
You live long enough to be a villain, a gaslighting villain. Yeah, well, I, I, do you think maybe it is? It's just a bit of fatigue. I mean, it, it is demanding. A bit of familiarity with the player as well. I think it's, yeah, you possibly. know, it's just kind of ease my mate. And there's, yeah. there's, there's nothing, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Mm. Yeah, there's, there is a responsibility yeah. to keep harmony in that group as well. Mm. And Kieran, Kieran Trippier's comments are also a, a result Even of Even Harvey Elliott as well, which, you know, a very young player. Of course, but it just shows how, how surface level the whole fucking Rainbow Laces bollocks was in the first place. You know what I mean? Like for, for that England team. They don't care about it. They just don't get. They can, they can make all the the the, the positive statements. Well, then, well, then why are they why are they back why are they backing um, this player in this particular situation? Why are they all like holding it together on this particular thing? We all think, know why he's getting booed. Mm-hmm. Well, is it, it's a disgrace that he's he's wearing an English shirt. An absolute disgrace. I I, I think to, to to meet them more than halfway. Um, I, I think a lot of the problems. It, for for players specifically when they're playing for this England football team, is the fact that they're so upfront with this kind of stuff that they get, they eventually tie themselves in knots, whether mm-hmm. it's morally or in in how they speak about various different things, even like when pertaining it, when to it, their own game. When it actually pertains to someone in their squad, when it, it, when when it becomes real, yeah, they, they don't have the the the, the fortitude for it. I don't bit. even know if it's fortitude. I, I just think, I also just think it's naivety because mm, like yeah. they they are they are used as pawns in various different situations, mm. be it politically or otherwise, and they talk about these things that they do. I I do think Henderson cares about LGBTQ mm-hmm. people. I do think he cares about those causes. I just don't think he, for some reason, is able to look at what he's doing yeah. by moving I to Saudi Arabia. Well, we saw it from the interview, didn't we? Yeah, like, he's, yeah. he's just kind he's of naive, like, I think. Yeah, because even uh, even you know, it, 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 so these quotes came out from Henderson over the weekend, where he says, um, "As I keep saying, it doesn't change the person who I am." I'm playing football in a different country in Saudi where I want to try and improve the game on the pitch, but also off the pitch as well. Now he gets pressed on what he means by off the pitch. Yep. And he says... Um, Changing room. <laughs> well, no, no. He, he says, um, you know, having previously suggested in Saudi Arabia that his values might help, you know, uh, you know, open up the country as it were. Um, he actually meant off the... When he said off the pitch, he actually meant, well, just the whole league before adding... He only meant change in terms of improving the football. <laughs> yeah. Now he's saying that because it, it's it's almost just part of his lexicon to say yeah. on and off the pitch. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't really know what off it, the pitch means, and also mm. he's he can't do that. No yeah. one can do that. Absolutely. He also seems to think that you know doing it for football reasons over monetary reasons makes any difference whatsoever. You know, it's still you're still there representing a pretty horrendous regime. It's like starting a band with Charles Manson and going, "I just want to talk about the music. I just want to talk about the music." Yeah, yeah. I think that that. That what you said, Vish, you know, when the players, you know, this England team represents this, this England team represents that. Um, yeah, I mean, but how many England players have actually sp- stood there and said, right, this is what we, this is this is what we're going to do. This is what we're about. You know, they are footballers first and foremost. That's not a cop out. But the fact of the matter is, the reason why people have enjoyed this England team is because of the results. It's because of going deep yeah, in tournaments. Yeah. That's not to pour cold water on on morals and, and and all the rest of it. That is the reality of it. That is the job they are, are, are there to do. And of course, we want people to be more um, engaged and, and, and with certain things and so on and so forth. But it's, they're not the first sporting uh, you know, role models and icons who have, have said, oh, come on then, what, what, you know, carry the conviction through of things that you've said and, uh, and whatnot. And I think that Southgate, he is in the end game now. This will almost certainly be his last tournament. And I think he's trying to get everybody focused and, 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 and whatnot. And and all this this sort of understandable noise, and I'm loath to call it noise because the criticisms of Henderson, I think, are fair. 
But, um, you know, you put your head above the parapet and sometimes, actually, you, you can't just then go, all oh, right, and I, I, I'm now checking out of my mm. opinions 100%, on that. 100%, yeah. yeah. Once you've made the move to yeah. be open enough to talk about all this stuff, you can't then just no. shy away from it. Which I suppose is Southgate's problem now, because mm. yeah. and and you, and you say about the like the main reason for the likability of, of the squad because they go deep in tournaments. I, I would say that my interest in the England team was be, in a huge part. It was because they were they seemed like absolutely stand up lads. Really, the way that they sort of treated each other and and, and talked about these issues, I, I thought were really really good. Mm. But it it seemed that it was all just quite surface level and didn't didn't really exist in in, in the dressing room. So for me. Anyway. Okay, well, there we are. Um, but they did beat Australia 1 0. They did. They did. We know. Did. Which so we've is won the, the important thing. So we <laughs> have the won ashes. the ashes. Yeah. We got them back. <laughs> I'm, I'm disappointed you didn't bring this up. Well, well I, to be, I, you should all talk about cricket with I'm not here. Well, I'm surprised you're bringing it up. We're not behind cricket. my back. But I mean, okay, if we're going to do that, you know, England. Not that one. England not got that a good cricket. win. <laughs> yeah, what, I, I personally hold you responsible for that loss against Afghanistan. Well, I do, why did I do that? I didn't bowl. I'm not Chris Wokes. Yeah, but you love Chris Wokes. You're the nearest thing to the England team. You've got their ear. Speak louder, man. Um, but England, of course, play Italy uh, on Tuesday night. Tomorrow night. It's a huge um, game, isn't it? It like, is a massive it's, game. It's, I mean, are we confident about it? I am. I mean, England, Italy beat Malta 4-0, of course. It's not uh, a vintage set of Italian players, we know. But now they have Luciano Spalletti in charge. And I'm a bit like, ah, mm. could he not have taken over after the Euros? Yeah. Um, because that man... Right, just have no one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Roy you Keane. have Roy Keane. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, is Di Canio still knocking about? Um, yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah. There's an all or nothing. Uh, yeah, that's Roy right. Roy Keane's yeah. Italy. <laughs> <laughs> well, <coughs> Spalletti's Italy, yeah. They're, 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 they beat Malta 4-0. Uh, and Ukraine beat North Macedonia 2-0. So, I mean, yes, you would still expect England to qualify even if they don't win this game or even if they lose it, for crying out loud. But still, you don't want to go down any of those kind of uh, uh, nonsense. I mean, a win against Italy would secure qualification for England and guarantee they get top spot. And um, with regards to seeding, I haven't, delved into this but I would imagine finishing top would be quite important it tends to be but it would be lovely to see England qualify and beat Italy at Wembley it wouldn't make up for the Euros final but we can would. pretend it would and Jim I'm going to be there and I want to see this oh, all that's, happen that's, that's good I'm, I'm delighted <laughs> hopefully you're going to wear your, yeah, your wear t-shirt, t-shirt. I, yeah, I could I suppose it. yeah um, I mean it's quite incredible that it's a sellout um, well maybe not that but the fact that the Aussie game was a sellout as well yeah. again it shows you the interest in this England team mm. yeah and I think you know regardless of the history the recent history between England and Italy even in this group um, you want to regularly beat the, the you know the top teams yes. even if they are, they are you know top teams on reputation we if know Italy haven't scared. had the, the, the <laughs> best best time recently with not qualifying for the World Cup and, and whatnot but um, it is important in England's evolution and their, their sort of ongoing status that they win these games mm-hmm. yeah do, and, do, you, do you think the just because we were you know just talking about England players in a very different context but do you think a lot of the selling out of Wembley Stadium is down to the like obviously it's not solely on one player but it's quite hard to watch Jude Bellingham play live as an mm. England fan, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Unless you watch an England game. That's true. And mm. I think that's quite cool. Well, I wonder if that's yeah, I wonder if cool. that's a part of it. Maybe I'm just um, overegging the pudding here a bit. Well, but. no, I think I th- I mean, do you know what? It's funny you say that because because of what he's been doing at Real Madrid. You know, despite um, being a father of two very young boys, I have thought to myself, I've got to get myself over there and see him 
Yeah. Yeah. He is that type of player. You know, you, you watch the Beckham documentary. You remember when they had the Galacticos? And I never did watch the Real Madrid when they were the Galacticos, but had the Galacticos. But, but it is the type of, they've got Zidane, they've got feet. Like, I need yeah. to see that in the flesh. Do you know what mm. I mean? So perhaps, Fish, you might be onto something there. We saw them and Pepe scored their only goal. Not the same. Not yeah. the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I like that. Yeah, also I mean, sort it's also a score as well. Come yeah, on, we there's collectors. Right? You don't really, it's, not, it's like going to a gig and be like, oh, um, the bass guitar bass guitarist has written this one oh brilliant <laughs> play yeah please thank you yeah. really looking forward to this not what we want yeah they, they didn't play just or creep <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah but, in, but talking of Jude Bellingham in Spain newspapers are comparing Jude Bellingham to Albert Einstein and Michael Jordan are they okay mm. yeah. <laughs> do, do you know why this happened Vish it's yes. because he yeah. stuck his tongue out in a game yeah no while he was doing that that dribble when he scored against Napoli he had his tongue out yeah. and people say apparently that is a sign of, a sign of genius because Jordan used to do it sometimes yeah. when he would dribble. Well, there, there is a bit of science to it. Apparently, it yeah. is because um, sticking your tongue out can help you concentrate. Makes uh, it hear better, doesn't it? When apparently, you your, mouth. Your, your brain's occupied by your tongue because it's a massive muscle and it's essentially to make sure it's not like choking you or you don't bite it. So right. you stick it out, your brain has a bit more space. Brain's like, cheers. Yeah, exactly. Oh, lovely. Ask her a goal. So every England penalty taker now, if there's a shootout, yeah. you go out with your tongue out. Everyone knows what they're doing. Did Who gave it a go? <laughs> it's harder on the podcast. It is a hard. It yeah, is yeah, hard. Yeah. Did you see? It doesn't work in every profession. This is put uh, your hands up. <laughs> <laughs> this is on a, a bit of a tangent, and I'll try and keep this brief. But um, uh, Andre Agassi, yes, uh, Boris Becker. Andre Agassi, yeah. Boris Becker. There's a great anecdote about that because um, Agassi worked out that Boris Becker's tongue would fall to one side when he was serving to a certain side of the mm, court. It's an incredible, and thing. he didn't tell him for years until like they were at like an after dinner thing together, having you know having a few drinks, and he was like, "Oh, you always are able to return my serve." And he's like, "Well, if you do this thing with your tongue," and he, he was like. Huh? He said, he said, didn't he? He said he, he used to go home to his wife and say, "This like this man can read my yeah. my mind," kind of thing. But Agassi said he didn't do it every time because he thought might, he, might it away. he yeah, might give yeah, it away. Yeah. Incredible. So if England players are going to stick their tongue out when taking a penalty, make sure it's make not sure pointed yeah. aside. Yeah. Yeah. go. That's right. Yeah. So actually, that's a whole other layer of mind games and mental pressure that maybe we don't need. Mm. Take your tongues out. T- hide your tongues. Yeah. No, um, get your tongues out for the lads. Get your tongues out. <laughs> Wear a mask. Right, no, loud. There we are. Um, gentlemen, let us come back home to club football and Manchester United because Sir Jim Ratcliffe uh, has agreed to buy a 25% stake in Manchester United. Uh, the, um, the, the proposed bid from Qatar specifically from Sheikh uh, Yassim bin Hamad Al Thani uh, has he's withdrew and uh, and Big Jim or Sir Jim as um, as he was knighted <laughs> Sir Big Jim <laughs> as the Queen decided to call him <laughs> um, it looks like I don't think it's at the time of recording it's not been um, ratified no there's a shareholder meeting on Thursday isn't there yeah. where they're going to vote on it yeah but uh, 25% stake and he'll be put in charge of um, sporting operations of the club yes which so, is what you want Jim well, in that's what you're in theory, for there's, there's, I'm surprised by the opposition to this um, situation that I've seen online and obviously you know you've got to take a lot of that stuff with a pinch of salt I think there's perhaps a lack of trust and essentially everyone just wants no Glazer involvement at all because mm. the idea that um uh, Sir Jim Ratcliffe can put his own team in place and take control of the, the football side. It looks really good, doesn't it? But it is essentially only going to be a formality, right? Because yeah. if things are an absolute disaster, then surely the rest of the board will still step in. Well, yeah, then, and there's also because of the way that um, United has been structured uh, over the last twenty years, there's a lot of a lot of crossover with that. Yeah, right. In terms of like 
player acquisition is related to like market marketability in certain certain instances. So like there is just crossover. Like, mm. I mean, that's I suppose that's the nature of modern football. Full stop, especially at that level. But yeah, Jim's right. There is it's not going to be like right you. You saw out the football side. We all do the noodles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just, I love on, the thought. On paper, it looks great, doesn't yeah. it? Like a step in the right direction. And I, I, good I petrol versus thought, oh, bad petrol, is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> but it seems the reaction has been really, really muted. Yeah. Well, uh, Ratcliffe out was already trending on X. Not mm. even in. I know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, there you go. I, I do like the idea of uh, the negotiation table. Twenty five percent. I'll get to. I get to make the transfers, don't I? Yeah. I get to buy the players. Can I have That's a the game? fun bit. Can I have a game? Give <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a controller. Does yeah. that? <laughs> what do you think, Vish? Would you would you want Sir Jim in there? At least twenty five percent. I think the whole the whole thing is. Um, I'm not bemused actually. I'm I'm kind of a little bit bored by it because I, I wonder how much of the so the you know the the Qatari bid's interesting because um, he hasn't spoken during any of this but a lot of his views have been put out there yes. interestingly yes, you know yes, just yes. just thrown out there yep. um by a lot of people doing his pr some of them having happen to be journalists yeah he, he's a very um a very sort of uh, you know shadowy figure you might say do you know what i mean well, but, but shadow in the kind of like loosest sense really like he, he clearly somebody briefs people and they put his message out but there yeah, but that's fine he, he gets that's... it he's not putting the message out himself you well, know i mean but he kind of is sources close to yeah he's just told you it's fine okay. I, you know let's we're all grown-ups here mm. um but I, I do think it's interesting from united's point of view that this the Type of money that they were talking about, which I think was about two point five billion above the asking price, maybe only about two. Well, yeah, it was a lot of money. Yeah, um, the idea that they spent so long over these protracted negotiations—you can't just leave that kind of money on the table. Not literally, it's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but you can't just leave it on the table and, and assume that the people making the bids are going to be satisfied with that because it does speak to a greater malaise internally. That like, I don't, maybe I don't want you to actually. Yeah. I don't want to take this over because look how badly you're doing business, essentially. Because mm. obviously there's a level of pride there as well. The Ratcliffe thing in terms of the 25%, I was talking to a mate about this yesterday who's also a Manchester United fan. I presume the the reason he's doing it for the 25% initially is that once he goes in, it's mm. easier to get whatever... Yeah, we see that. In yeah, the, the remaining stock to have a um, to have a majority share. Yeah, easier to get it internally and cheaper to get it internally. Yeah, right. And therefore, buy a very members rather than on, rather than the open market. Yeah, like, it's it's putting get... it on layaway. Essentially, yeah. yeah. It's almost like again. Oh, by the way, I'll hold. I can hold that ten percent for you. But yeah, if, yeah. if you just if you want to knock it off, you know, <laughs> things aren't going that it's well. It's easy right. to get a promotion rather than get a job. Yeah, sure. Um, mm. I wondered if it's anything to do with that, but that kind of, you know, I, I don't really have the wherewithal to totally understand how that's been done beyond the fact that it's happened before in other clubs. Mm. Um, and so, like, I, I don't really know. Essentially, what we, if my situation plays out, what we're gonna you know what's going to happen further down the line is this kind of internal boardroom style civil war which is never particularly edifying anyway mm. but it's probably the only thing that Manchester United hasn't had as a fuck up in the last 10 15 years <laughs> so maybe we're due maybe succession this is... basically yeah essentially succession. yeah i think that's it well we shall see as we always we have to with with Manchester United um this is better news though speaking of people who are sort of linked to the club if you will Eric Cantona announced uh, his debut EP I'll Make My Own Heaven will be released next week ahead of a sold out live tour have you heard any of it chaps I've listened to a little bit of what did you, one of how them. would you describe sounds, it sounds like music 
Yeah, you know, he basically taught himself guitar in lockdown, didn't he? And and he himself says, you know, I'm you know I'm not a, the most skilled musician, but um, but, but I, I can knock a anyway. tune together and I'm enjoying it. He's putting a band together, going on tour, How just you... living his be- living the best life possibly. Eric Cantona. Would you call him a talky singer? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he is absolutely a talky singer. Yeah. <laughs> it's, but, it, why why do people of a certain why do men of a certain vintage suddenly decide to do this? Damien Lewis is a good one. Is he really? Yeah. He's gone absolutely oh. mad. Is that any good? Uh, uh, well, no, he's not. Any are you going to say he went to your church because no. it feels like a, no, 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 a church no, no, no. story? Who was the other one? Um, <laughs> Lawrence Fox. Lawrence no, Fox did it. Uh, uh, the, the building in house, man uh, yes. in Blackadder. Oh, Nick Knowles. Yeah, I Nick think Knowles, he was having yeah, a yeah, rough Nick time Knowles. when he did that. No, no, no. Stars in house. Hugh right. Laurie. Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie. Yeah, but mm, yeah, okay. I think fair. he's been doing that for a long time. Has he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Jeremy yeah. Renner. Before his okay. situations. Yes, oh, YouTubers do. I, I'm unaware music. of that, but it sounds like I sh- should remain unaware. I, I think he got run over his own snowplow or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really okay. Bad. Oh, that's. I thought there was scandal. Harvey from E17-esque. <laughs> Not as bad as that. Not as bad as if it was worse than that. Did he have too many bananas as well. No, <laughs> potatoes. Jacket potatoes. Oh, potatoes. Too many jacket potatoes. Oh, leaned right. out of his car door to be sick. Fell over and ran over his own head. There you go. You That's see. a difficult sick, isn't it? It is really <laughs> very starchy sick. Couldn't do it again, could you? You shouldn't laugh at it, chaps. Yeah. Um, let's move on. Why? Uh, <laughs> Why not? Oh, I'm just looking at my face and go on then, Pete. Yeah, go on. Fill yeah. your boots. Oh, I'm Marcus Speller. I think we should laugh at all of this, actually. <laughs> um, I just want to clarify. It was right on the belly button, Matt. Right yeah, on the belly exactly. button. Yeah. I, I just want Did to... you plan it so that his mouth would be on your belly button? Because it really looks like it. Pop it through, yeah. I want to clarify that wasn't Look me talking. Look at the size of your forehead there because yeah. of the crease. Yeah. It's not that bad, is it? It's a bit really small. Mark, no, I, start slagging it off. You should Pete's bring your eyes. Pete's done a look. You should bring your eyes closer to your head. Peter has <laughs> done a really nice thing there. I've done a really nice thing there in yeah. tribute to my favourite host. Thank you, Peter. Next to myself. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's, is it a reversible one? You're on the inside. <laughs> um, what was I going to want to talk about? Wrexham. Wrexham. Have you seen this? Are they coming out with an album? No, they've come out with a map though of the they UK. They should do an album. They should do like right. a Band-Aid style thing. Why not? Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, and why not, Jim? Um, <laughs> did you see that? Yeah, the Wrexham documentary went viral. He's got his viral. t-shirt and he's all disdainful of me now. <laughs> Last week. <laughs> you think uh, you're better than us? Yeah. Um, well, I've you know Pete's Clearly. kind of proved that I am. I think. Mm. Um, yeah, they, they, they've got um, an incorrect map of UK football clubs. Mm. So they've put the football club badges on the map. And uh, some of them it's are all quite... over the place. Everton's in Wales, apparently. Yeah, the best yeah. one is Brentford. Is pretty much on Adrian's wall. <laughs> I've not seen it, so is it deliberately wrong? Is it one of those? I want to like say a meme thing. Yeah, but why? That's just no. what kind of banter is that? I mean, Jim? Leicester's all over the place, yeah. and, that, and that's the min- middle of it. So, and it just gets worse from there, really, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, but Pete, there's a few where you kind of go, <laughs> I mean, it's almost in, in Wales. Yeah, well, you know, but I, but that's not a shocker, though. Do you know what I mean? Like Birmingham is QPR's is... also almost in Wales. That's a shocker. Yeah, but Brentford's the worst one. When you look at it, mm. you just think someone's just gone, uh, Brentford, oh, yeah, fine. Just where I just, I just think map makers in America, when they're doing graphics, they've just got a lot more room to play with. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're so small and the logs are so big, it's, you know, it, it's going to happen. I think also, Everton in the right country, though. <laughs> you could I, I think basically the right they country. thought, oh, it's a tiny little country. <laughs> Everywhere's like just 10 minutes up the road. So we'll, <laughs> yeah. just, we'll just spread them out there. They yeah. can't get annoyed at this, surely. Um, Evan's not just in Wales. It's it's almost in Ireland. It's so far out, isn't it? It's yeah. amazing. It's on Anglesey. <laughs> That's where it is. They got a good win though against Salford City. Did you see that? They did. Yeah. Two goals in the last couple of minutes. Um, the it's a, big... very, a very celeb game, that isn't it? Very celeb mm. game, of course. Um, did you see though? Uh, elsewhere in League Two, Gillingham uh, interim manager Keith Millen was sent off for tripping uh, Walsall winger Tom Knowles. 
as he attempted to take a throw. And this was glorious stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is like it is as I've described. But it was a good spot because it goes really quickly. I think. No, he, I, he, he, I think he goes for the ball. Why yeah. am I talking to him like he's a midfielder? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, his foot went over the ball. Well, I think he he, he shouldn't have done yeah. what he did. Yeah, he did and, it, it. and it prompted the uh, the Gillingham chairman Brad Gallison on Twitter because bearing in mind Keith Millen is an interim manager, he mm. just simply tweeted to the fans, "We will get you a manager." <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Oh no! Oh dear! Oh dear! There we are. Never mind. Oh dear! But um, Peter, <laughs> hello. Um, where can people find those t-shirts? Um, well, I found it. We on need to get them Insta- out there. In, uh, some um, company on Instagram, they just make these silly wrap t-shirts. So uh, I, I did it all on my mobile phone. Oh, you cry! I thought that they were on the rack. On the rack, <laughs> off the peg, Marcus Bella. Oh, well, they are. Well, maybe you can just type them fitting. up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah. If you can find them, then uh, get your hands on a Marcus Bella t-shirt. What does it say? The host with the most. With the most. The host with the most. Marcus Bella. Yeah, we are. We haven't seen what it says on the back yet, have we? No, no, we haven't. And we it's can't. Dark side. <laughs> That's that, there's copyright reasons um, <laughs> that we can't sell the podcast. But there we are, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the ACAS Creator Network. Follow us on X, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at, at Football Ramble. And don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. Thank you, Pete. X, you're, you're starting to sound like one of them. Hey, hey, I remember. Thank you, Vish. <laughs> Thank you. Lots of love, everybody. See you soon. <laughs>